Hello and welcome to Where Gaming News. My name is Nick, and that is my brother Josh there in the hat with the Batman and the and the Baby Yoda shirt. Say hi, Josh. Hi, Josh. Uh, so we are going to go through all the big news that we learned for this week. This is June. A lot 14th. of big news this week. There is indeed, and by golly, it's a doozy. Uh, so we've heard that the PS Five has been revealed. Destiny has brought back. Cool information. I don't know why I made that face. There's another Star Wars game coming out, and there are so many, so many summer game fest events collectives. There's just so many games right now. We can't even possibly talk about them. So instead, we're just gonna do what we best do best and talk about finally the PlayStation Five. Can you believe it, Josh? Can you believe that we've finally seen it? I'm I'm actually surprised we saw it. I mean, we talked last when they did the initial reveal that. You know, the wording was very clear that this was all about the games. You're going to you're going to yeah. see the games, uh, the games you're going to be playing on the PS5 after the PS5 launches this year, the future of gaming. They were they were very like gun shy about saying anything about hardware. Yeah. Probably because, and then they did it and th- because they wanted to save it for the one last thing. And uh, mm-hmm. I think they knocked it out of the park with it. Um, sure, we, we can meme the hell out of uh, the console design. I think everybody initially was like one's just surprised that they showed the console. Yeah. And um it's 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 a video game console. It's not it's nice to be interesting and unique. We've always seen yeah. those futuristic, you know, mock ups that like, well, there's no way that's the next console, whatever. That's just some fan mock up. Well Sony was like, you know it what? It has to be right. Let's do what the yeah. fans always come up with and make it look yeah. like a router or a air purifier or a <laughs> whatever but let's break down some of the events that we the things that we heard about it so first uh so if you're a grand theft auto fan guess what grand theft auto 5 is coming to playstation 5 it's going to be free for ps5 owners specifically grand theft auto online i'm not sure if that just comes with the game or if the entire thing but the way it was phrased was grand theft auto online okay it's going to be free uh so to me it sounds like it's going to be like Warzone or something like that where you can download the online portion of the game and if you want i don't know uh, but it said it'll be enhanced and expanded so i i think you could theoretically play single player but no one's playing single player on that anymore well then um, if, we know for sure gta 5 is coming to the next gen right and that's the most uh, important part about it. yeah uh the current ps4 owners if you are uh playing gta uh, gta 5 right now will receive one million uh dollars in grand theft auto online currency every month until launch so make sure you roll in that dough and use that mo- or save your money because you're going to have yeah. four or five, six million dollars in your bank by the time. I don't know if that can get you anything, but yeah. 
Sounds cool. Um, so this next one is super cool. So uh, Marvel's Spider-Man, Miles Morales, uh, has been announced for holiday 2020. There has been a little bit of a... Like, I'll have to say that the reveal on this has been kind of botched since it was really cool in the in the showcase. Um, but there's had to been a lot of explanation. You know, we did our reaction, so you definitely go over there and check us out. But um, my first reaction was that it wasn't going to be a, a, uh, a the sequel, the 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 actual numbered sequel to Spider Man, and that is correct. Um, what first happened was that the PlayStation. Uh, some person from PlayStation said that it's a expanded, like deeper version of the game, but it's DLC. So I don't know if that's exactly the word he used, but he wasn't very clear. And then Insomniac finally had to come out and be like, "It's a standalone game. It's its own game, but it is on more on par with Uncharted: Lost Legacy, which is a you know more packaged store, packaged up story." Um, than a huge, you know, 40-hour, whatever, um, deep game. So th- I have I've heard, so, uh, on my end, I have heard some people being a little disappointed now that it's like, oh, that was a really cool trailer, but it's not what we wanted. I'm still excited about it. Yeah. Um, well, I would disagree, I think, that it was a botched reveal. I, okay. think, I think it revealed exactly what we thought. They mm-hmm. showed us. Miles Morales, they said they said Sp- Marvel Spider Man Miles Morales, and I thought it was it was revealed revealed well enough that we we kind of understood that it was not going to be the sec sequel like you said it was going to. Well, be I think we understood story. because but it, but, hang on, uh, but I think it was it, the Sony exec speaking out of turn who who led to the misinformation. Right, and that, that's that's true. Um, uh, and the fact it wasn't exactly clear that it wasn't a sequel, but I, it, it seemed clear that this was going to be the lost legacy of Spider-Man where they were going to deep dive into this other character, uh, before the lead into, uh, Spider-Man two. Yeah. Um, and, and, you know, I think our, our, our hypothesis of what, that might look like when Spider-Man 2 eventually comes out will be. I think for people who aren't familiar with Spider-Man, the, I mean, in terms of the PS4 version of Spider-Man, having seen this may not have thought it was not a full game. Like they, uh, So I think because just you and I and other more dedicated console players know about the Spider-Man and where it was left off and stuff, that's why it probably didn't shock us as much mm-hmm. um, as it might someone else. But that's neither here nor there. I'm still excited. We're going to get to play as him. It looks yeah. super cool. I thought um, the way they entered, like in terms of the, the trailer, uh, was awesome. So um, more awesome. Uh, if you listen to the other show, Josh got points left and right. Horizon Forbidden West uh, has officially been announced. The yeah, sequel right. to Horizon Zero Dawn. Um, Pray Shuhei. Just take it away, oh, yeah, Josh. Because uh, actually, Shuhei wasn't the one who... I know. Um, Uh, uh, Yeah, we are getting uh, we uh, unfortunately didn't get a date. I was really hoping them to say it was launching with the PS5. They didn't say that. They didn't even give like 2020 a window. So it's probably not this year, but we're getting the Forbidden West. Um, We don't really know much about it other than it's got elephants and snapping turtles. You get to swim with snap moss. Uh, (laughs) 
it looked like there was more uh animals which is mm-hmm. you know one of my uh fun complaints not re- it's not really a complaint but when you play a game for hours and hours and hours and hours you beat it twice you notice that there's a lot of foxes and turkeys and that's about it <laughs> mm-hmm. and boars aren't there boars yeah it's foxes turkeys boars and like rabbits yeah but like random. there's like less than 10 like different animal species in the whole yeah. game. So hopefully we'll see like uh, an expanded wildlife on top of expanded the expanded uh, dinos- uh, dinosaur, or robot dino dinosaurs whatever uh robot dinosaurs. So yeah, I saw someone be like please let us ride uh the the pterodactyls. The, yeah. Yes, please. Um, for well, they're called uh, they're called um stormbirds, right? No. Uh, the ones we saw in the trailer were different than Stormbirds. Oh, okay. Stormbirds don't look like pterodactyls. They look like giant, mean birds. The pterodactyls mean. look like dinosaurs. Ter- like the gotcha. Dinosaurs. So, um, but yeah, I, I do want to have one of those to fly around because yeah. that was, that was either my, either like, that or or the, or the Thunderjaw is all I care about. Yeah, I want to so. I want to pilot the Thunderjaw. I just want to pilot a robot dinosaur that's bigger than the horse. Yeah. Uh, same. Uh, so yeah, that, that I was definitely excited to see that. Definitely did not expect to see it uh, during this this one. Um, so uh, uh, they also showed the console. They also uh, Ratchet and Clank was there. Uh, so if you are a big fan of Ratchet and Clank, they they're bringing that back with Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart. Um, so that looks a lot of fun. Uh, but the console, like we talked at the beginning, is very bold new design. Uh, you know, it looks like. Someone's wearing a collared shirt with a black, you know, black undershirt. You know, it's popped mm-hmm. out a little bit. Uh, the most impressive or the most shocking thing to me was that they had um, they had two editions of this console. So not only is there the PS5, there's the PS5 digital edition, which similar to the Xbox um, Xbox One S all digital edition uh, is there's one with a disk drive and one without the disk drive. Uh, they both look more or less the same. Um, I think the other, the obviously the uh, digital edition is a little thinner. Yeah. Uh, but so far, we have no idea the like price difference, the hardware difference. I think I saw one tweet saying there's not going to be much of a difference at all, and I'm sure that'll be the case. But uh, in, in terms of uh, sorry, in terms of power, not necessarily price. Um, right. So. My my question is is like will my PlayStation Five still sound like a jet engine if there's no hard drive in there? Well, or solid state drive, will it still sound like a jet engine? That's all I care about. Because right not. now I can't. It almost it's I almost can't play my my PS4 Pro anymore because it's just like. Uh, so the much. consensus I've been hearing about like the the PS5 design is uh, g- generally positive. Uh, but I, on one podcast I was listening to refer to it as um the ps uh five with the disk drive looks like the ps slim was in quarantine for about two months <laughs> it's got it's got a little uh, quarantine uh pooch <laughs> <laughs> that's funny that's funny um uh, so i mean it was really cool um uh, you know, someone said, you know, if this was Xbox design, we would probably crap all over it. And I don't know, maybe. maybe. Um, 
but now you have your choices between a mini fridge and a Wi-Fi router. And honestly, you know, I, I do like the futuristic space look of what they're trying to do. With I like this both one. designs. I think um, they both went with something. I mean, when we first saw it, uh, it was a striking design for the Xbox uh, uh, Series yeah. X because we, we don't see a cubed shaped, uh, almost like a tower uh, box mm-hmm. for these type of things uh, and so with, with the the concave top so it, it was they're, they're doing something um not super traditional i mean it is still traditional in the sense that it's black box but uh they're but right. they're both experimenting whereas sony just decided to go all out and do something really different um yeah and if you want to hear more about you know the uh, playstation 5 event we broke down pretty much everything you could think about uh, as far as the yeah. games. That came 90, 90 plus minutes of us just talking about it yeah. all. So great. check us out on the Wear Gaming uh, Weekly for that. Yeah, but, but we found out, I heard this about this today, Josh, uh, or yesterday maybe, that there's a new Star Wars game on the horizon, Star Wars Squadrons. It was leaked and confirmed by EA, and we will find out more about it in just two days. Was that Monday, uh, yeah. June 15th? Yeah, I think that seems about right. Um, Maybe tomorrow for you listeners. Uh, or so this, today. I believe uh, this was uh, leaked a few, a couple months ago. We saw Star Wars Maverick kind of come up. Uh, someone had mm. found in the back end uh, this uh, of one of the systems or one of the stores uh, a placeholder for something called Star Wars Maverick, which um, trying to pull that apart, you could say Maverick. If you tie that to Top Gun, he, Maverick was a pilot. The most uh, notable uh, piloting thing regarding Star Wars is X-Wing versus TIE Fighter or Rogue Squadron, right. things like that. And so people uh, that led pe- pe- people down that path. And seeing uh, this was leaked earlier this week, uh, Star Wars Squadrons, I think EA just decided to go in and confirm that this is a real thing and they're going to talk about it on June 15th. Um, I'm excited. I've always tried to play the, the Rogue Squadron games most they were typically PC type games, so we didn't really have the uh, mm. equipment to do those. So I'm excited to see what they do with that and make it a, a full fledged like Ace Combat, yeah, Star Wars. And I, I I'm in. And honestly, it was my favorite part of the uh, the first Battlefront remake reboot uh, that they came out with was doing the you know the 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 flight. I can't remember the name of the 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 match. Oh yeah, but but just going around and shooting, like, yeah. That was like every time I picked up the game, I I started with that before I went into anything else. I'm like, I gotta Could do. Could you imagine if they do a VR component? Oh, for sure. Like because they, there's gotta they, be some. They, part they did a it. mission in the first Battlefront that mm-hmm. was VR, and it was awesome. I would love them to do like even a small campaign. Like Ace Combat Seven did a small like two five missions or two missions. It it was not very much. But it's sure. a show that could be done, and it was could be done well, and not make you super sick. I mean, I was flying yeah. jets, doing crazy stuff, and not, you know, getting mm-hmm. sick. So if we could do that in Star Wars, I- I'm all in. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, I, I'm definitely excited to see. So tune in June fifteenth to find out more about that, uh, especially because I think this is the first new Star Wars game that's been announced since Rogue the, uh, uh, Fallen Order. All in order, uh, and that game was announced and released, so it's been it's been a minute, and hopefully this one doesn't get canceled. So let's just hold on for that. Yeah, uh, Josh, 
you want to take us down the destiny yeah. to reveal rock black yeah. destiny is probably got its biggest announcements in quite some and time since the, forsaken probably probably even before then like probably since before destiny 2 like this is the the changes they're making the roadmap we have i got a gnat flying my eye um we haven't seen a roadmap like this since before destiny launched really okay i mean we have we have names of things that are two years away um which hasn't happened we uh, back when destiny launched there was a uh leaked roadmap that included comet and a, a few other code names that were eventual like the taken king and and things that just mm. came years later and that was always, that was like a roadmap for destiny fans to watch so uh here they actually just laid out these are the like uh milestones that we're shooting for so first off uh this year beyond light is the fall expansion uh on sep- uh, coming out september 22nd uh it's going to be on europa uh one of jupiter's moons or saturn's moon no no you keep it, talking it, i'll it look it up great i'm pretty sure um but anyway it's, it takes place on europa uh it fe- the the trailer featured eris morn uh the drifter and the exo stranger who is one of the oldest characters in the lore um they're the one jupiter uh they were there when we first became a guardian uh the drifter or the exo stranger was watching us and coaxing us along they're the one that uh showed us the vex we didn't know about the vex until the exo stranger told us that this was a major threat and they she sent us to the black garden to take care of it uh Mm. and then but she was from a future timeline that something was going on um so this could be you know, one of my predictions for Destiny 2 was something that dealt with us coming, finally getting to the point where we met the Exo Stranger in real time. To oh, okay. Uh, I thought that might have been the Taken or the Red War, or yeah, the Red War when the the Cabal came and destroyed the tower. But this could be what's coming up uh, on Europa. Right. Europa. So uh, that comes out on the September twenty second. Um, we have a title uh, called The Witch Queen. That's uh, another expansion uh, projected for 2021. Uh, probably the fall expansion in 2021. And then Lightfall. Uh, which wow. is uh, ba- out, out for 2022. Uh, no further information on either of those are available. But like, like I said, we, we wouldn't have that kind of stuff from the original uh, mm-hmm. Roadmap League co- comment. And we would just be speculating on what that could be. And that's kind of what I think they're kind of doing here. Yeah. Um, uh, as far as um, the, the overall plans, there are no plans for a Destiny sequel. Um, Destiny 2, okay. uh, uh, Luke Smith said on, on an in- interview that for them to do a Destiny 3 would have to pull resources away from Destiny 2. And that's not what they want to do. They want to build and expand. It's already a, a huge game and they want to just keep building this universe so they're going to keep uh building uh expansions for destiny 2 and improve along the way which is i think what they were originally planning on doing and activision being what they are they they like, like to... this, this they want the sequels they want two mm-hmm. and three they want you to come out and 
um, Destiny is, you know, Bungie is on their own now. I think we're, we're moving towards what they actually want to do. Yeah. So instead of that, um, uh, they're introducing the Destiny Vault. Um, okay. Since it's such a growing game, um, it's getting very large, and they don't want to get to Call of Duty Modern uh, Warfare so, uh, style sizes. And it's so ridiculous. They said right now they're pushing 150 gigabytes, and they don't want to keep building. So what they're going to do is they're going to start uh, uh, introduce the Destiny Vault. So what they're going to do is vault old content that's not being used so much. They're going to take missions that aren't popular, uh, strikes and uh, potentially raids, and put them in a vault and in locations stuff like that, and take them out of the game. Um. That way they could put more stuff in the game that mm. is new content as well as the popular content. So um, wh- uh, what that means is they- we could start seeing content from old Destiny 1 start making its way into the current state. Basically, I think they're going to build the world of Destiny into Destiny 2. That, that'd be gonna, really cool. And they're going to uh, add and subtract as they see fit things they pull out they can work on and modernize and update and reintroduce later on mm-hmm. so things that are, may leave might not is not doesn't necessarily mean it's not it's gone forever now will i see, still need to use my ps4 to play uh no so um destiny is going to be a free uh, if you own destiny or you're playing the free uh you know destiny uh first light or whatever um uh, it is a free upgrade onto the PS5 and and next gen consoles gotcha. in general, um, and uh, they w- both console versions will run at four K sixty FPS on the next gen consoles, which is something. Oh, yeah, that, that's awesome, especially since the, all the rhetoric right now seems to be like, oh, everything's targeting thirty FPS. Everything in the showcase was targeting thirty FPS. Blah, 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 um, so. Well, and we talked about this, but just to make the point heard, recording is like, well, I'm not that upset about it because I don't really care. But I do think it's interesting that they're not aiming for that as much, or at least it doesn't seem to be that yeah. they're aiming for it as much. But we'll get there, especially because it'll be able to right. run. It. Yeah, we'll definitely get there. Um, I just think, uh, as far as FPS goes, I get that 60 FPS is smooth and it's pleasing to the eye, but I think it's more important that uh, developers make that choice and it's a part of the process it's not we're going to be 60 fps just because we want it if it makes sense to do it at 30 fps do it at 30 fps if it's going to serve the game and with destiny that makes a lot of sense so destiny being a a shooter uh competitive and and pve it makes sense to bring it to 60 a solid 60 fps um and so we'll, we'll definitely be excited to see that I was going to ask you, um, obviously, we both liked playing a lot of Destiny, and we still do, uh, but I, but between the two of us, if you know, we had to say who was the bigger Destiny fan, I'd definitely say it would be you. Yeah. So seeing all, seeing all this laid out, does it, does it make you excited? Does it make you want to get uh, back in on I, it? I want to get into it right now. Like, I, I, yeah. I, I really want to get into Destiny. Um, I, you know, I turned it on the other day just to you know, t- dip my toes in, you know, update the PS4 version, get all the stuff. I got in there and it immediately takes you into like uh, early new content where you listening to Zavala talking about 
the darkness has come and we have to go and find Eris who's uh on uh on on uh IO, IO. and and do a mission there and there's a big uh Doritos darkness ship that's floating above uh, IO and you got to figure out what's going on and now uh can you play it on Stadia now too you uh, you can so I saw in one of the groups I'm in that uh, Stadia was was doing really good for Destiny. It was their favorite place to play. You know, they had skipped it out, skipped out on it, and were able to play. And someone mentioned that it's really easy just to download it on your phone and uh, mm. play it. So I was like, well, I you know signed up for it you know around a month ago, just for the free trial when I got this yeah. computer all set up and going, and I, I hopped into Destiny on the PC on Stadia, and it was awful it was atrocious I, i'm hardwired into uh uh att's gigabit uh, you know fiber network Whatever. and not not the worst pc in the world but it shouldn't matter because i'm running on stadia it's not about how strong my pc is it's about how strong the cloud is right mm. and it was it was terrible yeah like um it was choppy it was latent it was it was ugly i mean it it loaded quickly i was able to get to the tower and all that stuff but it was just wasn't playable mm. uh, and so i saw that comment and so i downloaded the app on my phone uh w- within like two minutes of seeing this comment i had downloaded stadia and turned on destiny and was in the tower oh wow that's like, awesome it, i was there and i could walk around and then i went so i went to earth and ran around this on-screen button's not the greatest thing because you got like you can't ADS and shoot and run around and all this. There's just too many buttons for uh, touchscreen controls, but the potential was there. Yeah, so I mean, that's really cool. Well, I think uh, you can uh, uh, like put your controller on with your phone, right? And well, that, it's, uh, it's, I, I'm not exactly sure. It's say connect your Stadia, Stadia controller with the USB to your uh, phone and. Um, I didn't try Bluetoothing to my phone yet, so um, okay. that that might be something I could do, and, and it looked great. Um, oh, that's good. Uh, then, so so then I booted back my uh, booted my PC back up and logged into Destiny. And at first, it was uh, there was that this weird haze that reminded me of when I first turned it on, but then I went to the tower and it looked great. It was running at 60 FPS or or more. Oh, that's awesome. Um, and I was really impressed. Um, there was there was clear latency that it just didn't feel exactly right. I was playing with the uh, DualShock controller Bluetooth to my computer. Um, it wasn't perfect. I I could tell the difference, but I could. It was absolutely playable. Uh, but it wasn't my favorite way to play it. Uh, you know, it was, sure. the FPS was better, but it didn't seem like it was a it was a constant FPS. It looked like it was dipping and. Uh, fluctuating too too much to uh, be uh, preferable. I would like it locked at 60 FPS rather than hitting you know 120 FPS and then dropping to 70 FPS and then going back and forth. It just it didn't yeah. feel consistent. Um, and then sure, sure. there was no rumble functionality. So when I was firing shots, some people like no rumble. You didn't feel it. I di- it didn't feel right, and, and it, everything felt just mm-hmm. like delayed. So yeah, um, yeah. But I mean, it's totally playable if you don't have 
anything and you want to try the Stadia, you can pick up Stadia, hook up a controller to it, and play Destiny and be pretty much on par for how long. I don't know. I didn't play for hours on end. I played for, you know, 20 minutes just running around figuring out how it worked. But it was totally serviceable. Awesome. Uh, so that's really cool. I'm definitely excited to see more Destiny and hope maybe we'll get back into it after we play The Last of Us or all of the other games that we're supposed to play. Yeah. Uh, speaking of more games, uh, wrapping up real quick. Uh, so today, or today, was it today? Yeah, uh, the Gorilla Collective is a new digital game festival that premiered today, uh, this week, uh, produced by Media Indie Exchange to showcase a whole variety of new games. And uh, so I'm going to read off a few of these, but also just kind of in general, there's been this year's because of how weird it's been. There's been so many different uh, digital showcases that you can go find and see. IGN is doing their summer uh, summer of gaming. Um, Gorilla Collective is doing three days of digital game festival indie games. And then there's uh, a Keeley Summer Game Fest. And then there's GameStops, sorry, GameSpots thing, whatever they're doing, summer games done quick i don't know um so uh every day especially ign's the way ign's doing it every day there's something new coming out um, of course mm-hmm. they're all not big hitters like uh spider-man or whatever but they're all really cool games so uh gorilla collectives for today and i thought this was interesting to note nothing that i particularly care about but i know that there's a lot of fans for this um the w- one of the first things that they talked about uh, was um they're doing a remaster of 1994's System Shock, which I believe, if I'm not mistaken, is the kind of the bedrock to what became um, Bioshock. Bioshock games. Yeah. Uh, so they're remaking 1994's System Shock, and, they're re- and they've rebuilt it on Unreal Engine 4. Um, I believe it's going to be coming to all the major consoles. Um, and all of these that I checked, uh, the games are still coming to your current console, so um, there's no worry about it. You won't be able to play it until then. Um, so I'm going to read a few of these and then uh, go and check out uh, a few of them because who knows when there will be a game that we find later and be like, oh, I want to go check up on Cardiclism because I like to slay the spire and it sounds like a game that I might like too. So yeah. uh, so we have um, Cardiclism, Eurogun, uh, XO1, Almighty Kill Your Gods, Roki, Genesis Noir, Doors of Insanity, a Juggler's Tale, Lake, Urban Trial Tricky, uh, Boyfriend Dungeon, uh, Cult Canyon, and now speaking of Slay the Spire, is coming to iOS devices, and I just looked, and it is for $10, and Josh, I, you say... 100%, uh, I'll pick it up, play, play Slay the Spire, play it on iOS, or uh, I don't know if they've said it's coming to Android, if it does, get, get it on Android, or play it for free on xbox game pass or on the switch wherever you can get it get it it's 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 really fun awesome uh rigid force redux out buddies dx uh another big game uh for certain people baldur's gate 3 uh, and baldur's gate 3 is also getting uh, potential early access in august 2020 they talked about how because of coronavirus it may be later they're not quite sure yet uh, Disco Elysium, which was one of last year's most popular games, I believe it won. Uh, it didn't win year, but it won like Developer of the Year and stuff. It's like a lot. It won a lot of awards. Um, that game, that game is officially coming to uh, Epic Games Store today. Uh, West of Dead. Um, there's Dwarf Fortress, Valheim, 
Alter Kill, Child of Morta, Dusk, Fights in Tight Spaces, Liberated, Gestalt Steam and Cinder, Swim Sanity, No Place for Bravery, Haven, Goner 2, and Just Die Already. Uh, so those are whole all the games that were released on just one day, or sorry, announced in just uh, one day. I think there's at two the more days Collective. Of that too. Yeah, uh, so I think it begins today. I think it's three days in a row, either that or it's going to be uh, one every like. Um, yeah, I don't know. Every minute, I, um. So anyway, uh, just do your due diligence and look online. See if there's a cool game. Uh, before the PS5 event, um, IGN was doing their their second expo day because they're doing three separate days and not like three weekends or whatever. Mm-hmm. And there was this cool looking future uh, futuristic setting, but it was a uh, t- turn based uh, party, not party game, but you know, party based turn fighting game. Mm-hmm. Um, that looked really cool. I don't remember the name of it, but you know, this is where all this is where all those cool, weird games that are going to come out. Like, oh yeah, it's going to be great. So, um, but that's our show this week, yeah. I believe. Josh, do you have anything else uh, you want to add to what's going on? I don't believe so. You know, I know there's a lot of games there, and there's going to be uh, you know sixty some odd more games to come out of just the the uh, Gorilla Collective. Uh, but you know, if you want to keep track of us you know on twitter facebook uh what have you we'll probably find one of these games that are really interesting and uh talk about mm-hmm. them so yeah so uh, ultimately we just want to get the news to you and of course you can always listen to our our longer show called where gaming weekly where we take uh take something like this like maybe we'll talk about destiny in fuller length or uh, this week we talked about we went uh, deep dive into the PlayStation 5, and sometimes it'll be just conversation pieces about how we feel about this. You know, one coming up will definitely be about The Last of Us in some regard. So, uh, you know, right. please be excited for stuff like that. In the meantime, if you want to keep up with us, I am at Speak Nicholas on Twitter and on Instagram. And you can uh, follow me at Jaws1015. And uh, you can follow Where Gaming at Where Gaming underscore on Twitter, uh, Where Gaming Weekly on uh, Facebook, and that kind of stuff. So, and I guess until next time, say goodbye, Nick. Goodbye, Nick. <laughs>